Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. You bigfooting me. Hello, this is take two today. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. I've now got Mark's microphone on. And a little behind the scenes, Mark and I have been talking for about an hour here in the palatial Double Dropkick Show <laughs> studios. It does look nice down here. And uh, we've had just a really amazing heart-to-heart talk. Yes, I think so. Maybe the be- one of the best. Really, one of the best. Uh, I maybe that's because it was a, it was deep and personal. It was, mm-hmm. and and it was really doing my favorite thing in the world, which was telling you everything that was wrong with you. <laughs> and for once, <laughs> you know, uh, Mark was correct, and so. I want to start this off. I want to, if I may, take a moment of personal privilege. People say that all the time. You go I, ahead. I have I'll, no idea what any what that even means. I what don't is that? Know. What, I, I, let me take a moment of personal privilege. Well, yeah, I have no t- idea, but you do what you got to do. I, I'll sit here and be quiet. No, no, no. I just want to say, um, I want to say thank you to Mark. He, as everybody knows, um, it's been it's been a rough go of it, and and on top of that. It's been a rough go of it. You know, my wife passed away. Mark's been working, so we haven't been able to record. We really haven't seen or, you know, talked to each other as much as I would have liked to. No, because I worked, uh, I worked like every day, 12 hours a day yeah. for like, like a while, and I'm fixing to do it again. Yeah. So, um, but I, I do want to say there, there were some things that happened uh, via social media, and I feel I feel like I want to um I don't how do I want to say this? I I don't apologize for my opinions. I apologize for negativity. Um I do feel like you know I I've, I've been going through a lot and and I am gener- gen- generally genuinely not a negative person. And I have, when when your best friend says to you, hey, this isn't you, and you stand back and think about it, and you're like, dude, that's not me. That's not who I want to be. That's not who I want my kids to be. Uh, and especially when people uh, take screenshots of stuff, and they heap even more negativity on it, and it becomes way more than you ever like, oh, my gosh, you know. Never in a million years. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I want to get back to being Heath Mulliken, which is I want to be so positive I'm nauseating. Yeah. I want you to be intolerable to be around sometimes. There you go. And I think I can do that. I've been intolerable to be around, but in the opposite way. Um so yeah, I don't think that's true. People like you, man. I tell you all the time, you're a real, you're a legitimately one of the good people. Well, and people genu- genuinely like you. Um, and it's just, you know, don't you just don't need to go down that road with them, right? And and so I will say, we we were going to talk about everything that happened, 
But there's just there's no need to. I will just say this. I have been overwhelmed by the response from so many in the wrestling community. Text messages, personal messages, people talking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, messages of support saying exactly what you just said. You know what, Heath? You're a good guy. You're one of the good ones. Right. And that has that has been a lot to me. And to be honest, you know, looking back now, you know, my heart, it's easy for your heart to get hard about mm-hmm. different things. And I, you know, wrestling is something that's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be something we love. And I believe that I have let just neg- just negativity in life creep into my enjoyment of wrestling mm. and being a little too critical of wrestling. Now, I do think for our patrons, um I do give I do give a lot more analysis of the local scene. Mm-hmm. But I want to do that in a more positive way. I don't right. and I don't think I ever tear I mean I try not to I don't ever want to tear down anybody's character. We're talking about create you know somebody's creative Thoughts, we're t- you know what I'm saying, but I, and I, but I understand why they would take that personal. I mean, no, right. you know what I mean. I, no, I, I, I definitely get that. I, you know, I don't see anything wrong with defending what you created. Right. No, there um, you go. I agree, you know, but it's just you don't need it. But I want to say this, I just because as part of what this is a different issue. Yeah. Um, there was a GoFund. Can I talk about this GoFundMe thing? Yeah. It was set up. To send you and your kids to, to Disney World. Yes. I think the perception was that this was a wrestling-related thing, and it was not. Right. I'm not going to give the name of the guy because I don't feel like he needs to get drawn into this. Right. But he is a – you have a group of friends yeah. that put this together basically for them and me and a few of your close friends yeah. to contribute to the GoFundMe yeah. thing. He – approached me yeah and said hey we're putting this thing together i just want i know you and heath are good friends i'm gonna send you a link to it is there anybody that you know that could help us plan the trip and there's another guy not yeah. gonna bring his name right. up because he doesn't need to be in it but he knows who he is yeah i said yeah he and his wife planned disney trip. Right. get in touch with him and like we can kind of make this thing happen did i tell you the story about why i didn't get to contribute to the gofundme uh-uh. account all right, so I told my wife, I said, yeah. look, I'm going to make a pretty sizable contribution to right. this, but I wanted to check with you first. And she said, cool. Um, I had everything ready and got a bank notification, basically, that my identity had been <laughs> oh, compromised. My, oh, my God. I mean, I got a text message from my bank, which I had never gotten before, right. that said, you need to come up here. And, like, I, all my accounts were frozen for, like, two weeks, and I had to cancel all my accounts. And open up new bank accounts and all this stuff because somebody had gotten my um, information. I don't even have good credit. <laughs> but right. not like they had they right. hadn't stolen my identity. They had just all my bank information had been compromised. So she said, like, my advice would be for you to start over because dis- we've disputed all these claims because they had spent like three or four hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and it didn't go through. Yeah, fortunately, because I had used my card that day, and they were like, "Wait a minute, he can't be in two places." He can't be in, and it was like all over the country. Oh wow! But the big one was a couple hundred bucks in Georgia, 
And then there were a few bucks in Texas. It was weird, and then like wow. somewhere up north had been had been spent. So anyway, like she said, we've disputed this, and we're not going to charge you for it. But if something else happens, we've cleared everything. You would probably be on the line if something else clears. So you'd have to make a choice. So anyway, all my bank accounts were on hold for a few weeks. So oh. I'm sorry I didn't get to contribute. I no. wish I could have contributed because no. um, I can tell you it would have got met a lot sooner than it did. Um, oh, thank you, my brother. Well, I can say that now because I didn't have to give you <laughs> <any> money. <laughs> I was going to pay for the whole thing, Heath. <laughs> but but anyway, the point is this was not even wrestling related. No. I, I forwarded. Yeah. To another friend of ours. Yeah. Who is involved with wrestling. Yes. And sent it to him. Yeah. And said, because I had already told him, after the guy talked to me, I talked to him. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to send you a link because I know you, you know, you right. and Heath are closer. They're close yeah. like you and I are, really. Right. He said, cool. Yeah, man, send it along. So I sent it to him and it kind of got shared around a little bit yeah. among the wrestling community. But this was not, this was your personal friends away from yeah. wrestling pastors doing something nice for you and your yeah. family and that's our i can i don't care what any kind of video anybody else puts up i spend my money because i got it more than that guy does all day long right i can spend my money and i know your friends and we can spend our money however we want to i don't need his permission and i don't need him to like it right and you don't need his permission and you don't need him to like it right if maybe if you were a better person, then if if you posted something, then people would contribute to right. it. Right. So that's all I got to say about it. this. Was not a wrestling thing. This was his personal friends deciding that they were going to do something for him, and right. we can do whatever we want to do. And don't need I don't need nobody in wrestling's permission. I don't need nobody outside of wrestling's permission to do something nice for my friend. Right. And neither does anybody else. Correct. And I yeah. So. We didn't lie and say this is going to be to pay for this and then decide to use the money for a trip to Disney. We always knew that we were going to right. be contributing to sending you and your family to Disney World. I got no problem with that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and um, so many, like, so many, there's like one half of this story, like, none of the church people even know. About this video. Right. About this dude. And I've tried to, you know, <laughs> keep independent keep your colliding, yeah. <laughs> and, But it, it, it has been, but I will say this. When you know, when you know that somebody has, man, I, I'm not making excuses for anything I've said or done. But what happened weighed on me. Mm -hmm. It is weighed on me. It's weighed on me. It's weighed on me emotionally, and it's affected me. And and I don't want to give that person the satisfaction. <sighs> the satisfaction that I want to have, and I and I apologize for this satisfaction, <laughs> is that people loved me so much and rallied around my family. Yeah. So quickly and so fully. Mm -hmm. In a way that they will never rally around that young man. And that he lost his mind. Like, that he... I have never heard such vitriol and anger and hate. Really? And, and just... 
But to know, like, it is kind of like Seinfeld. George, you know, there's this girlfriend in Jerry's who hates George so much, he falls in love with her. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jerry. And I just like to know that, that, that I mean, I, I hope everybody, because there were so many, there were so many positive people. I don't want them to know about what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's, but anyway, people have been great. I love people. I love people in wrestling. I love people outside of wrestling. People have been great to me. And you know what? The last probably, uh, you know, it's been two months today since we buried my wife. Really? And, um, or excuse me, two months since her service. Man, I don't know, man. I get all my dates mixed up. It's been two months. And the world has not gotten has not gotten the best of Heath Mullick in these last two months. And I and I know everybody understands that and I know listen, everybody's been cutting me slack. I appreciate it. But I do feel like um and I, and I want to say this to Mark. I do appreciate Mark that on some things he does cut me slack. But when he sees me and hears me Heading, taking steps toward being a person that I am not. That that means a lot to me. I don't want to be a negative person, and I want to be a positive person. I want to be a light in the darkness. I don't need. I don't need no contract. <laughs> you got. You got the Clash of the Champions coming up. <laughs> they sign on the dotted line. You sign too. All I need is a hug and a kiss, baby. <laughs> I don't need you to beg another scum sucking pig <laughs> to be I, your partner. <laughs> I, another egg sucking dog to be your partner. Ah. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, and I. I feel like, too, and we have not talked about this. I feel like social media, We why do we watch wrestling? We all watch wrestling because at some point in our life, in our childhood, it captivated us. We loved it. We fell in love with it. We mm-hmm. Like, we would... I would tie bandanas around my legs and wrestle invisible men in my basement Mm -hmm. daily. Yeah. You know, we made cardboard belts. We bought the magazines. We hung up the posters. We bought the video games. We, I mean, we would like, we set our schedules. Think about this. Wrestling was appointment television, whether it was noon on Saturday, noon on Sunday, 6.05 on Saturday night, 11.30 for Saturday night's main event. Wrestling was appointment television during the Attitude Era, 8 o'clock Monday nights. People got to get – there used to be watch parties. Uh We we, We got into wrestling because there was something about it that captivated us, and I feel like social media has everything's just become so negative and so many wrestling podcasts mm-hmm. including this one has become about what's wrong with wrestling right and let's listen let's start a new day 
I didn't mean. I, <laughs> but I, but I'm like, I don't want to watch. When we talk about it all the time, I don't I don't watch WWE. I mean, we're going to talk about WrestleMania today. I'm going to watch WrestleMania. Not greatly excited. I'm more excited to see my friends, right, and watch WrestleMania with some friends mm-hmm. than I am. I'm more excited about. But let's find. Let man just find something you like. Life's too short to watch bad wrestling and to get drugged down by bad people. It is, and, and I don't even know that they're bad people. I, I, I'm. I don't know them, I, so I'm not. That's what. Other true. than the guy who made the video, I, right. don't, I don't have any use for him. He's proven to me that he's a bad person. Yes, I what agree. I see from the other side of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I told you this. I I, I always take you to task. No, you you're make right. you make you make a comment criticizing what what somebody else has put a lot of hard work into. So for them. To get upset when somebody criticizes it at work, I don't have an issue with that. If you're going to criticize them, then you have to be willing to yeah. to take them. But it's just it's not worth no. getting drug drugged down in the pit. You right. know what I mean? To right. me, it's not. I, I don't want any part of that. As I told you, I, I don't ever. If that's what our show is going to become, no. yeah, I don't want to be that. Then I don't want to be that, and I don't want to yeah. do it. Uh, I just think you're better than that, and, and I'm, I don't know them, so I'm, I'm not going to criticize their character or anything. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about them. Some of the people that said stuff, you have always been really nice to me, right? To my face, so I can't criticize them. Right. It's just I think, you know, and 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 you know, I think you said it earlier, and 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 I really took this to heart. Is my the the tweet was a, was a wrestling was a booking criticism, mm-hmm. and I do think it's a point to be taken because I'm the same way with this podcast or the or the you know the network or whatever we do. When people criticize your art, your creative outlet, mm-hmm. you do take that personally, right? And I don't. So I I, I meant no. Definitely didn't want to disparage anybody's character or personality because um, that's not good night that's not what I want to be about uh, I, I, we had a long talk about question you know I questioned the logic of some of some booking mm-hmm. and uh, we had you know we had a really good conversation about about that and and I don't want Again, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, uh, you know, negative, and I, I don't need, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say now, other than we're moving forward. You know, I, 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 I blocked the people that I need to block, and again, I'm not, you know, it was, it just was a lot of noise. Yeah. Like when you're just getting constant mm-hmm. notifications, and it's not people. Okay, to be you know, it's not people just you know, if you want to criticize hey, your your podcast sucks or your commentary sucks. Mm-hmm. That's okay, but like uh I mean, you're a bad person, you're a bad dad, you're you know, whatever. Right. That's I don't have time for that, you know. And if somebody says, "You know what? Heath, try this." Try this on your podcast. Try this on your commentary. Constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. 
So that's, I want to be positive as we're surrounded here by some of our some great of the greats. Heroes, some Nick of the Bach greats. Bob Winkle, Dusty Rhodes, Terry Funk, Harley Race, Jake the Snake, Rick Flair, Lance Russell, Hootie and the Blowfish, Strom <laughs> Thurman, Mick Foley, Jim Roth, Ox Baker, Gunner, and Heath Mulligan. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Um, so, on a positive side of things, mm-hmm. what are you looking forward to about WrestleMania? First, I don't know your work schedule. I've invited you. I know I, WrestleMania parties are tough because it goes till 1 in the morning. Yeah, and I have to be at work at 6.30 the next morning. Yeah. So, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Even, like, I was thinking, am I even going to? Because now they don't wrap it up at 11. It might no. be 1 o'clock before it's right. over with. I don't even right. know that I'm going to get to watch. I would love for you to come. I would love for you to come and, and watch a little bit of it uh, with us if you could. We'll see. I don't, I don't, like, I don't, how am I going to watch half of it and then leave, you know? And then I have to go home and then start from that point. You know what I mean? It's, it's too. Boy, YOLO. You only live once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Spoken like a guy that doesn't have to get up for five All right. <laughs> this is a fair yeah, criticism. You, know, you don't have to physically do the thing that I have to no, do. This is, this is true. This is very true. Yeah. What do you, um, pretty much WrestleMania, we're, we're recording this, I don't even know what day, Thursday, March 28th. We're literally a little over a week away. What are you most... What is what is something you're excited about for the WrestleMania? Um, if anything. Well, mm. um sorry. Sorry, you got me as I was watching my mouth out. Um I think this WrestleMania is very very underwhelming. Yeah. To me. Uh, in the in the build up to it and to watch people's just that, like we were talking about that negativity to yeah. kind of watch some of the social media stuff where it's like, man, I wish, um, you'll see people say, I wish they'd tell a, a good story or a captivating story or, uh, you know, give Kofi something to do. Yeah. And then they give Kofi something to do. And they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. yeah, but not like that. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, I don't understand that sometimes. Like right. I thought, man, they have this. Um, my issue with WWE is that they tell the same storyline on two different shows. Like, why do yeah. the we're not going to put Becky in this match and we're not going to put Kofi in this match? Right. Like I, that, I, I kind of don't understand. That's why the build is they remember yeah. they debuted two two female factions mm-hmm. the same week with three or four ma- in the same way yeah. on two different shows, and I, it was just bizarre to me the way yeah. that. They just like will take these storylines and plug because they had this hot storyline. The hottest that they ever had was Austin and McMahon, and that's what they fall back on. I guess is trying to tell that story again. They are they're trying to tell the Daniel Bryan story again with Kofi Kingston and the Daniel Bryan spot. I think it's a I, the Kofi thing's going to be really cool. I think I'm looking forward to that because he's a guy like you. You've invested, what, 11 years, I think, 10, 11 years in this guy. Right. You've put him on TV. You've put him in high-profile stuff. 
why not get a return on that investment? Like right. they're getting a return on the investment that they put into him. They got lightning in a bottle when he got put into that match and people got behind By it. total mistake. Right. Just because somebody else got injured. So, man, yeah. while that's hot, strike while that iron's hot. Right. Get a cool moment at WrestleMania. I don't expect Rollins to win. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh-huh. But I don't think Rollins is going to win that match. Especially with Roman Reigns being back now. Um, maybe he will. But I don't see why you wouldn't, at this point, keep the belt on Lesnar and have him face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Because mm. you finally got Roman Reigns over. You know, right. where the people are behind him. Um, and it's unfortunate the way that it had to happen. Right. But it worked. So Right. And it and it and it did happen. So you're gonna you know, and they'll probably be turned on him here before long. Once all the once right. it's okay to hate him, they'll start hating him again. Right. Um But strike while that iron's hot. It's always weird to me to hear people say they put Charlotte in Becky's match. No, they they put Becky in Charlotte's spot. Right. Um if you don't there again, if you don't understand that Rousey is the reason that that match is That's the main event. That's 100%. Um, without her, there's not even that women's evolution or revolution. Right. You know, that she is an integral part of that. She's a reason for that Fox TV deal. Yes. She was a, she is a crossover star. Yeah. Um, and women's sports especially combat sports became popular because of her. Yeah. Um, can you imagine, can you imagine what people, if, if we had social media back in mid eighties, when Andy Kaufman came into Memphis, oh God. what the response would have been. Yeah. He's killing the business. Mm -hmm. He's taking a good, he's taking somebody's spot. He right. can't. He can't work. He can't work. You know, <laughs> that's my favorite. He can't work. He can't. Working is like heat. <laughs> There's like 15 different kinds of working. You know, somebody can be a great worker and not be able to work. Somebody can work and not be a great worker. <laughs> you know what it. I mean? It, it, it is. We need you know, a chart. Road dog can't can't work, but he's a great worker. That's right. I say that all the time. Hulk, Hulk Hogan, great worker. Can't that doesn't work. mean he can work. You know, Benoit was a heck could work, but wasn't a great worker, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, working's like heat, man. There's ten different types. Um, uh, I, um so yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think they're gonna have the the question is, if they do the deal with Kofi, mm -hmm. then do they do the deal with Becky? That's the big thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I think if you want to crown her big, she needs to beat Rousey and not Charlotte. I right. think if you really want to, to be off to the races with her. And I think they do because I read the report. She's their biggest merchandise seller yes, now. this man, quarter, biggest merchandise Like, seller. that's what they're about, man. You have men. This is... This is the world we live in. You have grown men buying shirts that say the man, and it's for a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, and, and listen, part of the reason 
you know, Kofi got into to that gaunt, that in, initial gauntlet match because of an injury. And l- you know what? Can I say this? Kofi earned that spot. Mm-hmm. That, man, we got a guy that's hurt. Man, we need somebody for a gauntlet match. Who's somebody? Who? who who's mm-hmm. somebody on our roster that we can put in there with anybody and have a good match? Mm-hmm. Who's somebody that's proven himself? Right. Who's done everything we've asked him to do? Mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston. Yeah. He... We've invested years in this guy. It's time to get a return on that investment. And when they do the market research, it's like, hey, Vince, you know, if you do this, that you can have this much more merchandising opportunities. It's all about money. Yeah, somebody said one time, it might have been Cornette, I don't remember, that just said they're, they're a merchandise company that puts on wrestling. No, that's right. I mean, that's their thing, man. So, so let me ask you this, knowing, is it time, and again, this is the show where we're, we're trying to, to stop negativity. We're trying to bring positivity. Is it time for wrestling fans to take a deep breath and say, you know what? The W we all know, we all recognize, I'm not going to say anything earth shattering in this first sentence. The WWE in 2019, that's not the company I grew up watching. Oh, God, no. no not at the all. The company that I'm – this is a multi-media mm-hmm. conglomerate. It is. That puts on wrestling. And it's not a it's not a star-driven company anymore. No. You know, I mean, uh, we've talked about that before where, you know, used to you had a guy like Steve Austin – or Hulk Hogan or the Ultimate Warrior or anybody, but I think specifically Steve Austin is a great example of I don't like the direction that things are going. I'm not going to do it. I'm going home. Yeah. And and I think they decided we don't want to ever be in that situation again where we lose this guy. Right. And we can't – it throws our business into a tailspin. I think they want to be a company where I don't think I know. Yeah. They Roddy Piper talked about it. They don't. He said he knew it. He said used to you would go to the arena and it would say Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper. Yeah, and that would be at the top. Yeah. And then he went to the MSG one time and it said WWF wrestling. This right. And he and Hogan were the main event. Yeah. But it didn't have their names on the marquee. Yeah. He knew that that's what their intention was. Yeah. That the company, that the WWE is the draw. We talk about it's the circus that comes to town. Yeah. And everybody goes to see the circus and it doesn't matter. And WWE is like James Bond now. We can get anybody to play James Bond. Right. It ain't just one person. Right. I mean, Reigns goes down and Rollins is slipped right into his spot and if Rollins had gotten hurt it would have been Braun Strowman and if Braun Strowman got hurt it would have been Drew McIntyre. I mean, whatever. And, and Right. And that's what they've wanted, and that's what they've got now. And they're making money. They're reg- making regardless of themselves, right? <laughs> you know? Right. And I think, um, so I think yeah. that that your words that you always speak wisely to me would be would be good for the whole WWE universe to hear. And that is, you need to manage your expectations, <laughs> right? WWE has become Kevin Nash when he went to WCW. He was guaranteed money. 
Yeah. So it didn't matter what level he performed at. Mm -hmm. They are now guaranteed all this TV money. It doesn't matter what level they perform at. But I do think, I said to you earlier before, if everything was about clean pins in the middle of the ring and having great stories, then Ring of Honor would be the greatest wrestling promotion in the world. Yeah. Because that's what they do. It's an athletic contest, great athletes, great matches, all of them. 15, 20, 30, some of them an hour-long matches. Great yeah. great matches, clean wins in the middle of the ring, and they still draw a couple of thousand people to their shows. I And I so I think I think that's one of the reasons that I'm excited about All Elite Wrestling mm-hmm. is because I believe All Elite's going to take some of that stuff from Ring of Honor. Right. But now they've got... Ring of Honor is just part of a media company now. Right, right. Now you've got All Elite, and they're. I I think they're being wise. I, Cody tweeted something out this week. Hey, you guys going to be such and such Germany week? And he's like, that's WWE's week. Yeah, well, I think well, that's been a while back. He tweeted. Well, and somebody said something again. Oh, last okay. Week. I didn't realize. And he that. just said, that's WWE's time. He's like, mm. we're not. Why would we? Right. They're trying and, to do their own thing. And he said this, um, and, and I'm paraphrasing. We don't want to draw. We could draw a great crowd off of their crowd. Mm-hmm. We don't want to draw our own crowd. Right. And I think if you're if you're a wrestling fan, this is just me. I know it's a great time to be a wrestling fan because if you're disenchanted with WWE because it's not a wrestling company anymore, there are other options. Oh yeah, there's so much more. Uh, for me, there's just so much old stuff. So much watch, old which stuff. I, which I guess we'll talk about on our next episode. But, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, so um, yeah, if, that's the thing. If you don't like anything today, there's still there's still so much old stuff that I haven't seen or that I haven't seen in 20 years. Or, or if you're tired of watching, if you feel like, you know, you're watching WWE and th- those guys are making it and they've got guaranteed contracts and they're just mailing it in you subscribe to the sos custom network and you see these guys who are hungry and they're learning and they're giving their all and you know and trying to get to a different level but back to wwe very quickly uh talking about their tv money um dude wwe behind the scenes is exerting and seeking to exert a ton of influence on the independent wrestling scene in the United States. Oh right now. yeah, man. They're already, uh, what is it? Next year, WrestleMania in Tampa. And they're already like, um, like, like renting out other buildings and stuff. Right. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah, they're doing some stuff where they're trying to get all these buildings to agree to not let all these independent companies come in and suck off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, how about we just, I don't know that this is what they're doing, but I think like all these little smaller venues, let's go ahead and tie them up too for stuff. And 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 that way nobody can use them. But all right, so Tampa, they got the football stadium. They've got the Tampa Bay Devil Rays stadium. Mm-hmm. I guess there's probably a college sports f- arena, like a basketball arena. But there's no other. I think there's some, maybe some um, 
Where's Tampa Bay Lightning play? I don't know. I don't know, but there's um, a lot of spring training facilities down there, too, so I'm sure there's some baseball. There's a lot of those in Florida in general, right, so right. I don't know if, how many of them are in Tampa. But, but would but – would, well, I mean, I guess a lot of the shows – I don't know. The thing is. now is there's supposed to be a dang blizzard huh? next weekend. Somebody said. Or it's supposed to be cold. Really? So it's be cold and like I got a friend talked to him Saturday night. They're they're traveling to New York. Haven't bought the WrestleMania tickets yet because you can still get good seats on the secondary market. I'm sure. And they've got a few independent. And it was like if we get there and it's cold WrestleMania day, we're just gonna watch it in the hotel. Yeah, man, that's that's uh that's the I guess the danger of having those outdoor shows, man. You don't know. Eventually, the weather's gonna get them. Right. Eventually, it's going to happen. It, they've been lucky. Yeah. But eventually, it's going to get them. It's going to rain or it's, something's going to happen. Right. Man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, especially next year in Florida, outdoors. Mm-hmm. Anything could. I don't think you got. Well, the thing about Florida is it rains every day at like 2 o'clock. Yeah. Especially in central Florida. So I don't know about down on the coast, but central Florida, it rains every day, every afternoon. You're right. You know. Right. It's very rare that I've ever been down there. And like between one and four, it not rained for half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, for me, as far as WrestleMania, um, I'm like you. It's it's a little underwhelming. I was very shocked that Charlotte beat Oscar the other night. How was it? I read, a, I read a thing right after people were so, God, I can't believe they're – they're they're burying Oscar. Oh, I didn't I didn't think that. No, I know you didn't. Right. Because uh, I do think you understand a little bit about how wrestling works. <laughs> I mean, if, if something between me and Boomer Payne hadn't rubbed off on you at this point, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> so I read this thing where somebody had said that, and this and this person responded, and I didn't even realize this. It said, aside from Brock Lesnar, nobody has been more protected on television. Than Oscar since 2015. Do you know she's only lost five televised matches? Really? That's wow. that's including pay per view. That right? Any match that's right, wow. right? She's lost five matches. Wow. That's that's not getting buried. No, no. no. It's just raising the the stakes of a WrestleMania main event. That's that's business, man. Listen, I I know people like Becky and I like Becky, yeah. but Charlotte's my. I don't understand the hate for her, man. I don't either. If you don't see that Becky's the one getting the Roman Reigns treatment, not Charlotte and not Rousey, Becky's the one that's getting that right. the Reigns treatment. She's the one that's being shoved. But but the lesson from that is, yeah. if you back the right horse, right, then the right. people get Because that's what people wanted to see. The same with Steve Austin, man. Yeah. The same with The Rock. Yeah. When those guys started getting hot, and the company put every, put all the steam behind them. They just get bigger, right? I, Their problem's been they get somebody that people get behind, and they try to force this other stuff, right? Yeah. Right. And and I think, yeah, I think wrestling. You have to be so flexible. So to those to who, do it, you do, yeah. right? <laughs> but wrestling, I believe it's important to have a plan. But you also have to be wise enough to say, you know what? The fans aren't buying this. 
Mm-hmm. This is what the fans want. Mm-hmm. And we need to go with what the fans want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think it's very, if you don't, and now with, with the WWE, they have so many metrics by which they can look at and tell what the fans want. Mm-hmm. Whether it's merchandise, social media views, YouTube views. The only the only thing the only bad thing with that and maybe this is a critical, you know, maybe this is one of the things wrong with WWE is you can and I'm guilty of this, you can be too analytical about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wrestling at its purest and best, it's emotional. Yeah, man. And it's one thing to look at the analytics like, well, the analytics say Roman Reigns should be pushed. But when you're in the arena and you sense, mm-hmm. well, the analytics say everybody's watching his stuff and they're buying his merch and therefore A plus B will C. Well, no, not all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, but back to, I, you know, I, there's not a singular match. That I'm like, man, I can't wait to see this match. I'm looking forward to that women's match. That would be the I'm one. I'm looking forward to that. But I'm um, looking more forward to the finish, to the ending of it. Oh, I'm not. I want I want to see the I want to see how they get there. I want to see how do you what are they gonna do, man? Like I'm interested. Yeah, no, I think like, I want to see that. I kinda wanna see Batista and Triple H to see if they can do it, man. I think they're gonna do a lot of walking and talking. Right. But that's good. Listen, Triple H has always been that guy that you guaranteed is going to get a three-and-a-half star, four-star yeah. match out of And I just use that because that, people understand what that means. Yeah. Um, he's never been Ric Flair, Shawn right. Michaels, or any of those guys. He's never been that. But, man, he's always – when they were talking about Daniel Bryan being a B-plus guy, I mm-hmm. feel like that was Triple H using what people said about him. Yeah, I think he's that guy. He's, yeah. You can put him in a main event, not a yeah. bad – He's a good worker. Yeah. Um, had good matches. Occasionally crossed over into the great yes. match territory. But for the most part, he hung around that that three and a half, four star. Right. And occasionally he would push it further. Um, I think he understands how to lay a match out mm. really well. Right. And, I, you know. It gets I, I, when he's when he's when he's great, he's really great. But yeah, you know? I I think I've said this before. After seeing the uh, the the WrestleMania the first the WrestleMania match with him and Undertaker in Atlanta, mm-hmm. that gave me a whole new mm-hmm. that was appreciation with tr- for Triple H. Mm-hmm. Just the feeling in the building of mm-hmm. what just. He he showed me that night. I was just brilliant. It was just great. It was such a. Mm-hmm. That was one of the times when they did the "What do I have to do to beat this guy?" Right thing, and it was done well. Yeah, it wasn't just hit a move and then act like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he kicked out of." No, right. You know, and then sit there for three minutes with his hands <laughs> on his head. And then do another move and then not beat him and then sit there with his hands, which I hate. That's it's this yes. trope that exists in wrestling now and it sucks. Yeah. And people need to get away from it, man. I agree. Um, but when it's done right, yeah. occasionally, like in that match, you mm-hmm. can do that well. Looking forward to the Miz 
stuff. With Shane McMahon. I know, man. That's a great story they told. I've, wa- been, I've yeah. been watching it on pay-per-view. I haven't watched it on SmackDown because they <laughs> right. They just do such a great job with the yes the packages that I don't necessarily have to watch right. every Raw and every SmackDown because mm-hmm. the packages they put together are so good to yeah. tell me what happened. But, man, they're telling a good story with that because it's not the story that you that I expected. Yeah. Which would have been Miz turning on Shane McMahon. Mm. And they flip. They flip things, and dang, if they didn't make Miz a babyface to me, right? And I cannot—that's—that's I, that's a credit to him. Yeah. If you—if the Miz can get me invested in what he's doing, then that guy has crossed a threshold. Yes, and I think you can, fans, go back and listen to <clears throat> any of our previous two hundred and fifty plus episodes. <laughs> And right. I would say 99% of the episodes, Mark had something disparaging to say about The Miz and just about all of them. <laughs> this is true. He's been one of my least favorite wrestlers in the past 15 years. Yeah. But what they're doing with him now, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. And I'm interested to see what they do and, and at, at WrestleMania. And, and Here's the thing with The Miz, too. You know, we, that guy's never been hurt. He We've... We've talked about his wrestling style, but I'll be doggone in today's in today's age when more and more people are getting hurt and they're tearing up their knees and mm-hmm. their ankles and serious injuries. There's a lot to be like the Miz is just kind of plugged along and plugged along and plugged along. And, and listen, when you get a match, we talked about this a couple of years ago with with AJ and Shane. Everybody's like, oh, I can't believe mm-hmm. AJ's having to wrestle Shane. And you pointed it out very well. That's a if you're wrestling the owner of the company's son, that's a marquee man. Yeah, right. Well, whatever you think, they think that that's a big deal. Yeah. That says something about where they view you at. Yeah, you know, because to them that is a metric for how they measure what what you're worthy of. Yeah, put you in there with and a the, McMahon. And to me, that's. I mean, to me, that shows their confidence in. I think they've always had confidence in him as a guy. You know, I've said it even uh, even when I would be critical of him, I would say, you know, you can send him out to a radio station at six o'clock right. in the morning, and and he's going to be friendly, and yeah, you know what I mean. He's going to be a good representative for that company. Yeah. You put him him and his wife. You know, I mean, she's beautiful. He's a good looking guy. You put him out on a red carpet at something, and they oh, yeah. they look the part. That's right. Um, and they're just good representatives for that company, man. And I've never criticized him for that. Yeah. I've always said that about it, man. And, to, and he he speaks very well. He's very, very yes. well spoken. I would um, are we sh- I would say to to independent wrestlers, if you want to get a job with WWE, watch the Miz. All the extracurricular stuff. Yeah. Most most independent guys are like, oh Miz, he can't work. Like look Look at all this other stuff. Right. Dependable. Goes, right. Goes wherever he Shows you, up on time. Shows does up what's on, asked of him. Does what's asked of him. Yeah. Um, go, you know, goes to the early, you know, stuff, you know. Doesn't live with his parents. You know, just, just <laughs> the, the, I, I think he he's a great example. Doesn't eat his own dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Practices good personal hygiene. 
as Jim Cornette would say, he uses his right turn and left turn indicators. <laughs> like, you know, to me, it's still, oh man, just, if you're trying to get a job with WWE and you do not have the presence of mind, and I'm not trying to be negative, I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> If you do not have the presence of mind to wash your gear uh-huh. and smellify yourself. Uh-huh. Put eat a tic tac. Right. Uh-huh. Uh no, I think all that's important, man. I heard that uh I guess I was talking to Boomer. I'm like, Boomer, you always smell like really good. And like, we were hey, a, Lord, we were we were at a show and he oh, had Lord. he had He's some <laughs> he had some cologne. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? He's like, I wear cologne to the ring. And he's like, because Arn Anderson wore cologne to the ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, most of these guys can't afford. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? Right. it's that kind of thing. It's that attention to Boomer's- detail. I'm going to put him over a little bit here. And people can say what they want to say. Whatever relationships exist with SOS custom tees and the network and the double, like aside from that. Right. Boomer knows who he is. Right. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a father and he represents the company that he works for very well. Yeah. And he wrestles on the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not. I don't mean that. Now. Like he knows who he is, right. man. He knows what's he knows what's important in life. Bryce is another guy. They yeah. know. And I could list a thousand guys. Yeah. Well, you just happen to. I know. I don't know thousands. I know ten or fifteen guys that are like that. That yes. are you know they, they. They understand. They understand what they're doing. Yeah. And they're trying to make a little extra money for themselves, mm-hmm. and they're having fun, and they're doing what they like. Um, but they don't let that affect their real life. Right. They don't let that take away from time with their families. And they don't, right. you know, I've, cause I've been critical of that in the past, right. with the, the Peter Pan complex where you, you know, you're not will you're willing to forsake a real life for a, for a fantasy right. pipe dream. Right. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. it, you, you give up. I've seen on social media where the guys who are in just independent wrestlers and they maybe just get their kids on the weekends because <laughs> their right. relationship fell apart right because of wrestling so they only get and then they don't hang out with their kid on the weekend they leave it at mom and dad so they can go wrestle right and i just was as much as some of those guys who i would respect what they do in the ring mm-hmm. like i would see that and go man like what that's yeah man you got to get those priorities right man. right you know um so that you know that was my little thing on that anyway speaking of getting our priorities right we 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 prior we're going to prioritize positivity and i am positive of one thing we're recording this today march 28th i'm positive that the lunch we're going to have today i've limited the two options you did you told me what they were. i've already made the decision though. you give me two choices i know what it's gonna be. well there you go and i know we're gonna have an amazing lunch we got other topics we're gonna talk about we're gonna get to today the death dealers invitational i don't know man because i still gotta talk about some you gotta talk about some other stuff what i've been watching man there you go because i want to get that the pos- the negative and positive thing will continue 
into the next episode. Oh, gotcha. Because I also, over the past couple of years, because of just everything, mm-hmm. some of this I don't even want to talk about on here, but yeah, um, I got really negative on and I didn't enjoy wrestling anymore. Right, yeah. And I was just, I quit watching it for yeah. a while. Like, as you, we would get here to I'd be like, I don't know. I ain't watched right. wrestling in, right. in six months. Yeah. You know? I didn't watch anything wrestling yeah. related. I just. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't interested, man. I was so burned out on it. It just yeah, being right. this, this watching everything just to analyze it. Right. You know right. what I mean? Or just to dig into it and find out. All this backstory about stuff and what was going on. Why were they making these decisions to do this? <laughs> right. So no, I got it. you. And uh, I said, you know what I want to do, man? And I took so long away from it. And I said, you know, <clears throat> like we're not recording for like a month. The last time we recorded, something happened. We had a really good conversation about some re- a bunch of stuff. And then we had some really good talks about wrestling. Yeah. And like it sparked this yeah. thing in me to want to go watch some wrestling. Right. And that is, I have been watching wrestling since That's the awesome. last time we recorded. Like almost, as you, I don't just like sit and watch TV all yeah. the time. Yeah, no, right. You know, so like I'll do my stuff and then I'll sit down and watch a little TV in the evenings. And I've pretty much just been picking mm. all these old pay-per-views. Right. Or these old Clash of the Champions and whatever. Yeah. Mainly like old WCW stuff, just because I missed it, you know? right? Right. And that, like that early '90s stuff yeah. before Hogan came in, and a lot of that stuff I've never seen. That's so good, man. Like I watched, and I'll talk about it. There's a couple of pay per views when the Hogan influence, you just see it happening, and I can yeah. remember at the time going, man. Because right. I was like all about like having real good matches and stuff back then, even though I didn't know it, mm-hmm. Cause, you know, but I was, you know, I, as you start to make that transition from liking Hulk Hogan and the ultimate warrior to Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat and yeah. kind of understand, Oh man, I like that because yeah. right. they're doing something different. It's not just smoke and mirrors. Um, and then to watch that that explode in WCW and then to watch the Hogan thing come in yeah, and it kind of revert back. And I can remember at the time thinking, well, that's it. Yeah. You know, like this, this ride of these great matches and these great cards, like even the opening matches would be just, and not even these guys that you think of as great workers. Yeah. It'd be like Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page. And it was, Johnny B. Bad, like, it was always the opening match on right. these pay per views. But they would be decent matches, man. Right. Like, they're right. not great. Or somebody versus uh, Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Alexander Bagwell versus these guys. And not, right. not these great five star matches, but just entertaining matches and to watch the people popping for them. Have we. Maybe we need to save this. Because I hear you talking about all that. And as you're saying all that, part of my mind is saying, yeah, but you look behind the scenes and the, the business, the the numbers are down and uh-huh. the, everything's down. Right. And I'm like, but how did it make you feel? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, I mean. Like, how did it, how did it make you feel? Mm-hmm. And to me, wrestling is a business. Mm-hmm. 
But at its best, it's got to make you feel something. Uh huh. Yeah, that's, it's an interesting thing, man. In that era, that you're right. Like some of the best wrestling happened, and their business was really down. And it just goes back to what we talked. Mm-hmm. Man, is is having great matches really? Really what the people want. I think it's what they think they want. And I think it's what a certain very, very vocal segment of the wrestling fan community says they want. But I'm not sure that what people don't really want is just to be invested in in characters. And, and I do think, I mean, real life sucks, man, mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Real life sucks. Yeah. And... If I cut on TV, I don't want to watch them. I don't want to watch a guy that is not large. I like to see larger-than-life characters right. doing larger-than-life things that I can't do. Let me because I can watch a guy toiling away right. in obscurity, you know, right? By looking in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> or looking across the or table. looking across the table. Um, I was at I was at Palmetto Championship Wrestling last Saturday night and um that they, they had a really good card. The crowd was really good. One of the I think it was the second match, Mason Moore, Cowboy Mason Moore came out and he just cuts a promo, cuts down the crowd, y'all ain't y'all a bunch of city folk, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'm putting out an open challenge and I don't you know and big country comes out. Big country comes out. You think you're I'm gonna show you what and just Big country. Doesn't he have a protege called Little City now? Let me tell you. <laughs> and I hear that this is an entertaining act. Let me tell you. Uh, yes. Um, totally by, well, I will get to that. Now. Okay. All right. So, so big country, Mason Moore. And on the card, there were athletic matches, high-flying matches. Uh-huh. This match, as I was watching it, and it's weird when you're filming a show, when you're working the camera, you're trying to capture different things, and so you're seeing different things. And the crowd reaction to that match, did Mason Moore in Big Country, was it was it what somebody would say, a five-star classic right, match right. of the year? Came? Let uh-huh. me just tell you, that match, there was that got, got that crowd invested, Mason Moore played up being a heel. It was it was the it was just good. It was like seven or eight minutes. Mm-hmm. It fit perfectly on the card. Right. It was so simple. Like I don't know that they, you know, they didn't. I don't know that they even had a skeleton of what they were going to do. They right. went out and did it. Right. And it was so entertaining. Because at the end, you're like, well, that guy got what he deserved. Right. And there's probably a bunch of kids there that thought it was great. Right. Oh, no. A bunch of kids. So, wrestling has gone from, well, that guy got what he deserved to now, well, everybody deserves it. But on the positive side, it's not about the bad guy getting his comeuppance. It's about... Well, this guy's toyed away. Kofi Kingston's deserved it. He's earned it. Mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston's wrestled on every show, and he's done this, da 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 da, da. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I want to I want to talk about, uh, 
yeah, I do want to talk about you know what you've been watching on our next episode. So let's let's bring this one in for a landing because I am interested to see. Well, let's let's let the fans know. You texted me. He said, "I got a serious question for you. Where are we eating tomorrow?" <laughs> the last time we got together, last time we got together, we went to Pepino's. Uh-huh. It was one of the best lunches we've ever had. It was. Personally and professionally, it was one of the best. And so I put that out there because it was so good. And and then I said five guys. Mm-hmm. I gave you those two options. And so I am ready to hear your verdict. Because five guys, man, if, I could, if it were socially acceptable to eat there three times a day, I would. I would, too. It's really good. So, Mark, the, the country is awaiting... What's the decision? I got to tell you, man, you're right about that Pepino's. Yeah. It was it was awesome. Yes. And I kind of want it again. I, there you go. There you go. Done deal. No questions asked. I, we just got to remember what we ordered. It was the garlic knots. and we, then got like, the, we got the garlic cheesy bread. And, and like the like all meat pizza. pizza. Yeah, like an all meat And then we pizza. talked Our, about. Remember they gave us a, there was a special. Yes. Because we that's what we originally ordered, and it was going to be like 35 or 40 bucks. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, we got a three-topping pizza. Yeah. We're like, oh, well, let's well, just, that's just that. and And surprisingly, it was a great lunch. We talked about politics and religion. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's almost like we're friends who have the ability to discuss more than wrestling occasionally. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. <laughs> Better not tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so anyway, there you go. So the decision has been made. We're, we're going to lunch, but before we go to lunch, Hey, uh, we want to let you know, uh, one of the best things you can do at lunch is subscribe to this podcast. We have been, uh, the tests are still being done, but we believe when the test results come in, it will show that if you listen to this podcast during your lunch break, reduces your calorie intake. Like, if you are eating a cannoli, cuts those calories in half. If you're one of those people that hates Heath, it'll get your heart rate going when you hear it. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you, if you, yeah. It's, it's like, so weird. Like, if when this show started, I think the agreement was pretty much everybody's going to hate me and love you. And it's pretty, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much turned out to be just the opposite. <laughs> Not everybody hates me. I have three people. Hey, you know who doesn't hate us? Our patrons. That's right. Patreon.com slash double drop kick. Uh, it's always a work in progress. Uh, but for as little as a dollar a month, you're going to get access to behind the scenes, which you never know what you're going to get with that. Uh, I definitely talk about things on there that we don't talk about on the regular show. But also now we got you know the $15 patron which includes a subscription to the SOS Custom Wrestling Network. That's a four ninety nine value. Plus, you're going to get a lot of other rewards, which we are working on getting caught up with our rewards. And we want to thank all of our patrons uh, for that and uh, thank them for their uh, support, which makes Pepino's possible. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, yes. Yes. Do we use patron money to help pay for offset some of our costs? Absolutely. Some of our costs. Include lunch. Our food budget. That's yeah. right. Food budget. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, I I don't think, really think I have uh, 
I feel like my heart's clear. You feel like well, as, as, well, there you go. I can't even get it out. But. My heart was clear before we pressed. Well, there you I go. I said what I needed to say before we Me pressed. Me too. And I took it to heart, and uh, it was all good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, for the Double Drop Kick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now. Of course.